I'm your host, Liana, and you are listening to the Butterfly Effect Podcast, where each week, me and the occasional guest will have some authentic conversations about a variety of life topics, so we got a little bit of something for everybody here. Thank you so much for supporting me and tuning in, and without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to another episode of the Butterfly (laughs) Effect Podcast. Okay, that was cringy, but we're going to keep rolling. I'm not redoing that. Okay, welcome to another week, y'all. This is episode 11. That's right, you heard it. 1-1. We are now advancing into the double digits. That's right. First, I want to start by saying happy holidays. I hope you get to spend these holidays with your loved ones, whoever that may be, your friends, your family, co-workers, Hope you enjoy this holiday season. I'm actually in typical Liana Monique Hauser fashion um, recording this later than I would plan to. But actually, you know what? In typical fashion, this is ahead of schedule because I would have been recording this on Friday or Saturday. I'm actually recording this on a Tuesday. So we are well in advance, ahead of schedule. Um, I just got done packing for my flight that leaves tomorrow. Yep, that is another thing that is typical of me. Never will I pack in advance. It just won't happen. And if I do, I'll probably forget something. I do my best work last minute. So why start Why start changing things like that now? Today's episode, I was going to drop it as a mini episode, But I actually got so much feedback about people wanting to hear an episode on astrology. So if this is not your thing, I really encourage you just to give it a listen, give it a try. Um, But if not, it's I skip it. No, actually, don't skip it. Turn it down and let it play because every listen counts. (laughs) And I got ads now. So, all right, don't turn it off. Um, Today, what we're going to talk about, first of all, As I spoke about this before, I think astrology is amazing. I don't think it is a literal contract of how your life is going to turn out, who you are as a person. I think there's a lot of other factors at play, um, have a play in that. But I think astrology is such a dope tool you can use to understand yourself deeper and understand the people around you. And I'm nosy. Like I said, I'll be wanting to know what's going on in people's heads, how they think, why they do what they do. So astrology allows me to creep on them from afar. But it's all good. It's in a healthy way. It's in a loving way. It's just to understand you deeper. Um, But I'm going to go over how I got into astrology. Um, And then I'm going to teach you guys how to create your own birth chart if you haven't done so already. And then I'm going to give you a brief breakdown of astrology and how it's a lot deeper than your sun sign, which most people go off of. Um, Again, this is extremely brief, very brief. Astrology is so deep and you can look at it in so many different ways and use it in so many different ways. Um, situations to understand things, which is super, super cool. But the deeper, like the more you understand the basics, the more the like the later stuff makes more sense and you can connect the dots a lot easier. And no matter what, everything that I say, take with a grain of salt and do your own research because this is my own journey that I've found this stuff out and like through my own research. 
Um, I would say I probably know a little bit more than like the average person, but not a lot. Like I'm definitely not an expert at all. I just find it really fascinating. And really, I only know a lot of the stuff that pertains to me and people around me. So some notes for this episode, I'm going to be putting the timestamps and the resources that I use and that I like books that I have bought that I found helpful. Um, I will seriously never on this podcast recommend anything that I don't think is actually useful or that I haven't done myself or tried. Or if I haven't, I will be upfront about that because that's stupid. And I want y'all to actually believe when I tell you something, I want you to at least trust that I'm genuine about it. So everything that I list in the description box below, that sounds like such a YouTuber, but everything in the description box below, click the link. No, everything though, it, it's stuff that I use and that it's just my resources. You can use whatever you want. Um, I always encourage you to do your own research and um, dive into and question what I'm even telling you because... I really seriously do not know everything. It is such a like a huge topic, so much more to learn myself. Um, so what I want to start with explaining is how I kind of got into astrology. So when I was younger growing up, I always knew I was a Libra because my birthday falls on October 10th, which is in the Libra season. Um, I just grew up finding out things about Libras and I thought it fit. I didn't really care, honestly, growing up until um, quarantine and um, until COVID happened and we were all quarantined. I just was super bored, had a lot of time on my hands, and I was wanting to use that time in a productive way to like explore more about myself um, and then work on some things that maybe during normal life I didn't have time to deal with and I just kind of buried. And I found astrology super helpful because it helped me understand different things about myself. And the more and more I read, the more I understood. And then the people around me, I started understanding a lot more. And so I really started getting into it because I was processing a lot of stuff and like I was dealing with interpersonal relationships. um, And I really wanted to strengthen those and my communication skills. So I figured if I could understand the people around me more, I would be able to communicate more effectively with them. And again, for me, astrology was that tool I used to understand people. It is definitely not like a fixed science. I think there's a lot of interpretation when it comes to astrology. However, you know, everyone still has free will. Um, Everyone still has, like, I feel like environment plays a factor. I'm still figuring out my beliefs when it comes to astrology, but I think astrology is pretty dead on. Um, It's pretty... It's pretty accurate, but there's always going to be some people that don't exactly fit that characteristic, and I feel like you just have to hold it lightly and not look into it so deeply sometimes. So class, we are now at that time where we are going to create our own birth charts together. Say it with me, everyone. Wow. It's super easy. Okay, class, we're going to go to www.astro. That is A-S-T-R-O dot cafe astrology. That's C-A-F-E-A-S-T-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com. All right, everyone, pause your smartphones, pause your computers, pause whatever this podcast is playing out of, and you pull that up. Okay, I'll wait. And we're back. How was that? Do we have it all pulled up? Great. Now, class, what we're going to do is we need three things. We need our date of birth, we need our location of birth, and we need the exact time of our birth. If you do not have those things, you can still fill out a birth chart. It is not going to be as accurate 
as we need it to be, or it could be, I should say. Um, so if you do, if you are going off information that is not complete, your chart may very well not reflect your actual chart and the information may be wrong. Um, you can still do it to understand the episode and follow along because it's still super, super interesting, I think. Um, but the most accurate information you can get is going to give us the best chart for you, the most accurate chart. So if you don't, you obviously, I'm assuming you know your birthday. Um, you need month, date, year, pretty standard. And then you also need your time of birth. If you do not know your time of birth and say, you know, like you were born in the morning, like you're, you're certain you were born and your mom is certain you were born around 10 o'clock, you can say something like that. Um, or if you're like, I know you were born in the morning before noon, like you can ballpark it. I would probably go with like 10 a.m. Um, or if they, you know, same thing for night. Like if you can get a general area of the day, that is even more accurate than just saying noon because I think that's the default option. Um, so just try to fill it out as much as possible. And then the location, same thing. Like if you can get the exact city, awesome. Um, if you know the state, great. Like just of course narrow it down as much as possible because what your chart generates now, I'm going to do my best to explain this. And I've been trying to practice how to say it because in my mind it makes so much sense. But when getting the the words to my mouth, oh wait, yeah, the words to my mouth that reflect my thoughts, not easy, not happening. So take a walk with me. Your birth chart is basically doing a screenshot of what the universe looked like when you entered the world or when when you were born. So when you were born on that specific spot of the universe, there's planets, there's constellations, that's like the signs, Libra, like Libra, Aries, all those constellations. I think they're called constellations. Someone correct me if not. Um, all the sun, the moon, the planets, everything, all of them are in a certain position around you and that exact time and sp- that exact time and spot you were born. So astrology is saying basically that the sun, the moon, and the planets, the constellations, they all have a certain type of energy that they bring and provide or are in charge of. And when you're born, the position of those, I think they call them planetary thing. I don't even know. The the positions of the planets, the moons, the constellations, all of the energy in that position is basically who you are. So the time is so important because things move in the sky. So depending on how close they are, it may have a different effect on your on your life. So basically, the birth chart is a screenshot of the universe at that time and how the positions of all of those planetary figures, I, don't, I just made that up, but those those things in the air, those planetary items, I'm just gonna, we're just going to go with that, and how those energies and the, the powers of that thing affect is, affects your personality in life. I hope you can picture what I'm painting. I think I said that pretty clear, but that's why astrology is so much more than just your sun sign. And that's why a lot of people are so skeptical about astrology when they first, like people first start talking about it. Because of course, like if it's only your sun sign, which we'll get into, it's not as accurate as it needs to be. There's so much more to you as a person and there's so much more to you in your birth chart. So now that we have our birth charts generated, you, it's a lot of information. Um, so please feel free to pause, take a look at it, review it, uh, digest it yourself before you listen to my 
low-budget explanation of astrology and reading your birth chart, um, go ahead and take a look. But there's really going to be a section towards the bottom that it starts with ASC and then it has a sign next to it. And then it lists like your houses, I believe, and different signs. And then above that, there should be another chart that has the different planets and what signs they're in. So that's going to be really important, what we need to look at and what we'll be focusing on today. Um, Honestly, we're not going to get to all of it. Like we're going to get to the very brief or the very basic level of astrology. Um, And then I plan to drop other mini episodes or we can chat one on one if you have questions about this. But I think it's really interesting. And if it helps you the way it helps me, I think this is a super great tool. Okay, so getting into it. So when I was talking about the different planets, obviously like each planet, we go all the way out to Pluto. Actually, I think astrology has most recently added, I think there was more planets found. I have no idea the effect on things. I don't know how that works. I like, again, I said, I'm not an expert on this. I just be scratching the surface and finding things out that are interesting to me. I don't, I don't know everything. Um, But when we think about the planets that really have an effect on us individually, um, we are are thinking about the big three, but we'll also be expanding it to the big five. So what falls in that category um, of the big five, it's going to be your your sun, your moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, and then I guess the sixth thing that is important to note, and it's really important actually, is your rising sign. And we will get into all of that today. There's other planets, obviously, that I did not list. That's for another day. The reason why I'm skipping it today, one, for time, two, those are called social planets. So the rest of those are planets that generations have, which is a super interesting subtopic that we could talk about in terms of astrology and like how the the social planets, because they take longer to travel around the sun. So basically generations have those in their charts. So it's not, it's not something that individually affects you. It affects everybody, like all millennials, something, you know, you get the gist of it. Okay. So I did mention we are going to go over the big five. That is honestly like astrology advanced level. So Look at you guys already advancing to the advanced level of astrology. A lot of people will just ask you for your big three, and I will describe what that is, but I think the big five also gives a little bit more information and it's starting to get more popular. So the first sign we'll start with is the sun, or the first planet we'll start with is the sun. So that's the one you guys are probably most commonly aware of because that's just based off your date of birth. So like I talked about earlier, my birthday is October 10th. That falls within the Libra season. So my sun sign is a Libra. The sun has to do with your identity your ego, your role in life, our strengths. One way or one description I saw that I really liked and I think painted a really good picture is your sun sign is going to be the role you play in the drama, which is this life. So what's your role within society? Um, That's what your sun sign is. And I think that was a really cool way to look at it. Um, Again, mine is a Libra. So a lot of times we are known for being super like diplomatic, fair, balanced, indecisive, um, charming, uh, things like that. And we'll go into more of each sign as well later on in this episode. But um, 
that's just a little bit about me. As I say each one, I'll kind of share my own to give you guys examples. Um, So that's the sun sign. The second part of the big three is going to be your moon sign. So the moon sign is actually having to do with your emotions, your inner thoughts, how you see yourself when no one else is around. Um, So your moon is a very personal planet and it can explain a lot about you and how you process things. Um, The moon is going to be like the soul behind your identity, Um, your subconscious side of yourself that you typically keep hidden. Um, So like I said, your emotions, it has a lot to do with the inside of you. My moon happens to be in Taurus. The final piece of the big three is your rising sign or your, you may hear people call it your ascendant. So basically it is how you come off to other people. So your personality, how people see you, it's different than your sun sign, whereas that's your role you play in this life. This sign your rising sign is how you come across to other people so my sign my rising sign is a Sagittarius so a lot of times Sagittarius are very go lucky like very gig like a very happy people very adventurous people um very loud people um so that makes a lot of sense for me that I am that's how I come across other people because that has been said to me many times um they can be very flighty like they are just very adventurous don't like to stay in one place um and how strong these traits are can be determined by a lot of other things in your chart which we'll get into more later another thing to note about your ascendant or your rising sign this is the sign that starts your chart so it starts the first house so in the houses we are going to get into that in a later episode or a mini episode um but basically there are 12 signs in the zodiac starting with aries the aries typically rule or the aries does rule the first house on your chart when you think of the chart um think of the universe i guess you could say divided into 12 equal equal pieces around the sun or maybe be around Earth. Double check that. I don't remember. Um, but it's divided into twelve equal pieces, and then each piece is given a number one through twelve, and a sign that correlates with that number. So, like I said, Aries is number one, so it rules the first house, um, and so on and so forth. However, my rising sign is a Sagittarius, so my first house starts with Sagittarius, if you're following, so then it follows from there, so after Sagittarius comes Capricorn, um, after Capricorn comes Pisces, no, I'm sorry, it comes Aquarius, and then Pisces, and it just repeats all the way back to Aries, and but that's important because, like I said, my rising sign is in Sagittarius. So that starts my first house. Each house governs a certain aspect of your life. So depending on which sign you get in that like assigned to that house can dictate different things in your life. So we like I said, this gets really deep and it's so interesting. Like I really, really hope you guys are understanding this and like you see how this can be a tool to help you just dive deeper into knowing yourself or knowing the people around you houses again will be a different episode because that is a whole other thing 
So now expanding into the big five, which are going to be additional planets that are personal planets that affect you personally and individually. So the next planet is Mercury, and this is the planet of communication. It's the planet of travel, information, creative expression, um, just information processing. It's the like communication is the key. So this is basically how you communicate. Um, my Mercury is in Libra, the sign Libra. So as we get into the later part of the episode where I describe traits of a Libra, that's going to be very similar to how or a similar style to how I communicate. The next planet, which I'm super obsessed with because I love love, like I love dating, relationships, all of that stuff, like understanding that. Um, it's my favorite planet and it's the planet of love and that is Venus. So Venus is the planet of love, sensuality, comforts, social status, money, relationships, and friends. So that planet um, is going to be how you love, how you deal with relationships, um, how you handle money. My Venus is in Scorpio. Um, again, later on in the episode when we just go over traits of that specific sign, you can see how it ties in to how I love. So I love very deeply. I hold my relationships super, super high in importance in my life. I can definitely see that. The more research I was doing, I'm like, that explains it. And last planet is going to be Mars. Mars represents um, planet of action and passion. It can deal with sex, um, aggression. Uh, so that is mine is also in Scorpio. So I have Scorpio, Mars and Venus. So I can be very intense in arguments. Okay, so I completely understand this is a lot of information and we're going to keep rolling with it because we're going to start moving into the signs itself. And this is where it gets real juicy. This is the part where you get to use this information to see why your best friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mom, your dad, your brother, your principal, your boss be acting the way they act in. Well, at least get a, an idea of why, but I really do use this to analyze people, so I hope you find the same joy in it. So if you need a break, now's a great time to pause. Go stretch it out. Go to the bathroom. Get a sip of water. All right, we're back. We're cozy. Okay, so the next thing, like I said, we're going to get into the signs. And in order to break down the signs, let's go over the basics. So there are 12 signs on the zodiac or in the zodiac on i don't know in on doesn't matter there's 12 starting with aries ending with pisces within those 12 zodiac signs they are divided into four L or four categories that we consider elements those four elements are fire earth water and air so there are three signs per element and when you hear your sign, you just make sure you pay attention to what that element is because that could also give you a lot of information about you and others. So the first one we'll go into is fire. So people who fall under the fire sign are going to be Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. People who are a fire sign are typically known to be fiery they have like a different color hair. They just have like a unique style. They have a bold personality. Um, you, it's somebody that you notice, I would say, when you walk into a room. Um, they're go-getters. They're very action-oriented. 
And that could be both a blessing and a curse. <laughs> One of the fire signs that I know. Um, they're very energetic, dynamic. Um, they could be restless. Um, and again, depending on a lot of things can change how intense these characteristics are. But those are very general characteristics that people have found fire signs to have. The next sign is, or the next element is going to be our earth signs. And those are going to be your Taurus your Virgo, and your Capricorn. So those are the three signs that fall under the earth element. Uh, people under that element um, are known to be very physical, like they're, they're very strong individuals, like they're athletic a lot of the times. Um, so people under the earth sign are super practical. They are sensual. They're very materialistic. They're good with their money and they're extremely hard workers. Like all the Capricorns I know, all the Taurus I know are super hard workers. And not only are like they're hard workers, they're very good with their money, like super good at saving. They're dependable. They like routine. Um, and when I say stubborn, it doesn't necessarily mean in terms of their opinion and not being open-minded, um, but they like routine. They like to be home. They like to be grounded. Um, that's what like I know a lot about earth signs next element is going to be air signs and I happen to be an air sign with my Libra so my Libras Geminis and Aquarius are going to all fall under the air element um air signs are the head we represent the head of the body um we are a very intellectual sign we are mental we are very in our heads like we are very known for overthinking, all of us, all three signs, very, very much overthinkers. We're in our head. We're very indecisive, um, but we're very talkative and we're very outgoing. We are very go with the flow type of people, very airy. We also can be very, very impulsive spenders, um, especially on social things. We like to spend our money on social things, bringing people together. We enjoy interacting with other people. Like I said, it's a very, it's a very outgoing sign or outgoing element. We can be come off as scattered because we're so all over the place. We really don't like to be tied down. Um, we like, like advent, like we like to our freedom very much. So like our freedom, we do not like being rushed into a decision because, like I said, we're overthinkers. We have to overanalyze everything. The last element is going to be water. So that if your sign has not been called yet, you know that's you. The very first one is going to be Cancer, then it's going to be Scorpio, and then it's going to be Pisces. So the water signs are typically described as um, like emotional, sensitive, mysterious, intuitive. Um, and emotional does not mean sad. So please don't take it that way. It means you're just very in tune with your emotions. Your emotions play a huge role in the way you operate in life. Um, and that is not wrong at all. Um, I feel like for some reason people like say it as if it has a negative connotation. And I just wanted to clear the air on that. Um, but anyways, this these type of signs, so the water signs, are actually most likely to be psychic because they are so in tune with their emotions. They are so intuitive. Their intuition is very, very strong. So a lot of times water signs will know things are happening um, before they happen. Like they just have a gut feeling and their gut feeling's right. Yeah, that's, that's probably why. Um, they're very family oriented. They like to stay at home. Like cancers, they love home life. Like they that they are very good homemakers. I think cancer women 
are supposed to be like the best moms of the zodiac sign um they fall in love pretty quickly water signs because you're dealing with emotions they probably feel it very heavily um they're loving partners and they can really like retail therapy so now that we know our four elements i hope that was interesting like even just explaining it and thinking and reflecting about the people in my life that i know that are water fire earth or air signs like i'm like yeah they definitely fit these categories and that's the other thing about astrology like how much of it is me forcing it to fit that perspective or is it actually true you know and that's the fun of it we will never really know right we really won't ever know but it's fun it's fun it's fun to analyze people if you're creepy like me so let's get into the signs um this is super super fun like i'm gonna try to use some examples from people in my life to give examples so if you were on here sorry don't take it personal you just be fit in the description okay so the first sign if you're paying attention at all you should be able to answer it with me class what's the first sign yeah that's right it's aries and aries falls under that fire category they are ruled by the planet mars um, which is about action, if you remember what we talked about earlier. Other things about Aries, some strengths and some, I'm going to do some strengths and weaknesses. So strength, they're courageous, determined, confident, enthusiastic, optimistic, honest, and passionate. Some potential weaknesses are they can be impatient, moody, short-tempered, impulsive, and aggressive. Um, I have a few Aries in my life. My mom is an Aries, um, so I was raised by an Aries woman and I never knew it growing up, but it all definitely makes sense now. I think my mom has a lot of traits of an Aries mom. Um, They're very, very passionate. Like, I know my mom loves us and our family more than anything. She's action-oriented. As soon as I go to her with a problem, like, she is right on it with a solution. Um, Anytime we have something going on in our family, my mom is on it. Like, she she goes right into problem-solving mode. Um, So, I know, like... To me, that's super on point. Uh, She can be a little feisty too. Love you. Bye. (laughs) And then the second sign on the Zodiac is Taurus. So Taurus is ruled by Venus. It is a Earth sign. So things that Taurians, I guess you call them, I don't even know. um, Taurians value are things like beauty, creativity, sensuality, romantic ideas. Um, They are extremely hardworking individuals. Like a lot of, a lot of like business owners, I'm pretty sure are like Capricorns or Taurus, uh, Virgos. Like they, the earth signs are very, very hard workers. Um, They can be very stubborn, very, very stubborn and opinionated and stuck in their ways. Um, I've definitely seen this firsthand. I've my sister is a Taurus. Uh, well, both sisters are Taurus. One's a one's a cusp, so I really think she's a Gemini. But anyways, um, I've dated a Taurus before, um, also a cusp. But again, anyways, like, but so like I've had a lot of experience with Taurus, and I definitely would say that it's a sign I get along with, but they are very stubborn, like very, very stubborn. And it's not just like, it's in different ways. Like my sister, you heard her say it herself on the last episode. She is not going to do anything on anyone's time. She's going to do it on her own time. And she is serious about it. Like she does not care. Um, she will never be pushed to go faster for anything. Um, and then just like opinions too. Um, other tourists that I know, they would be very stuck in their opinions, which 
everyone gets that way sometimes. So it's not just Taurus, but I noticed that with that sign specifically, they can they can be a lot more stubborn um, and and like only see their perspective sometimes. Um, some so some of their strengths too are they are very reliable, patient, practical, devoted, responsible, stable, good with money. Um, all the Taurus I know, they're good with saving. Like I'm talking, they are good with saving. I wish I was. I wish I was. Um, some weaknesses they can. They can be stubborn, like I said, possessive, and uncompromising. So the next sign on the Zodiac chart is going to be Gemini. So if you remember, Gemini is an air sign, and this sign is ruled by Mercury, which is the planet of communication. I hope we're following along. I hope we're taking good notes. Um just kidding but yes it is the sign of commun or it's the planet of communication gemini alone is really the sign of communication they are always um they're like they are responsible for communication so they're known to be chatty if you i mean y'all heard kk y'all heard miles they those two don't shut up you know (laughs) i'm just kidding but they they they're both gemini's so if that gives you any idea of how gemini's are take a just take a listen to older episodes um but they're definitely the sign of communication they're always responsible or they're also responsible for like gossip um news flights uh travel high energy um gemini's a lot of people give gemini's a bad rep i personally love them um i think they are great i get along very well with gemini's but it's also because i am an air sign so you usually get along with your own element strengths about gemini's they can be very gentle affectionate curious adaptable ability to learn quick and exchange ideas like i said talkative and bubbly very 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 outgoing people like kk could literally go when she wasn't you know a whole milf out here she could literally go to the bars by herself i'm not saying it was safe i'm not saying i condoned it but she could go to the bars by herself and just have a good time. Like, I'd never understood how she could do that. I would be so scared. I need a safety guard. Like, I need one person there with me. Um, Some weaknesses, because they're an air sign, and like I said, they're always in their heads. They are overthinkers. They can be very nervous. They can be flighty and consistent and decisive. Um, I'm going to keep picking on KK. KK is like when sometimes when Gaga comes to me for advice we just have to rehearse what we're gonna say like 10 times <laughs> does it ever even come out that way absolutely not but like the way we have to process things it's so funny because we both do it we're both external thinkers because we're in our heads a lot um so it's just really funny to see how perfectly in my opinion kk fits as an air sign or as a gemini the next sign is going to be cancer when my cancer's at um that is a water sign that is actually ruled by the moon so for a while we've been hearing like venus mars like i'm pretty sure this is the first one that is ruled by like the moon so that's pretty cool um if you remember the moon has to deal with your emotions so cancer being a water sign also dealing with your emotions you can see where i'm going with this cancers can feel things very deeply um and especially depending on where this falls in your chart can have a like a higher effect on your personality like maybe you are very susceptible to emotions um or you're like you're very very what's the word um it's very you're empathetic you're extremely empathetic and you feel things you're an empath 
that's what you could be an empath um so water sign ruled by moon um very tender sentimental nature hard exterior but soft on the inside crab sign um so think of the crab this crab is the actual sign of cancer a lot of the cancers that i know they really are they're so ooey gooey gushy on the inside like very lovey-dovey but on the they keep this hard exterior and i think when like a lot of times they will give a little bit see if it's safe and then retreat back to their shell um and it's hard like they want to come off as tough you know but really on the inside there they feel emotions just like the rest um my dad is a cancer my friend courtney is a cancer um yeah, so I have, exp- my sister has a lot of cancer in her chart, so she it, she comes across as a cancer. So um, their strengths are like, they're tenacious, they're highly imaginative, they're loyal, they're emotional, they're sympathetic, um, they can be persuasive. And then some like weaknesses are, they can be moody, I mean it's an, a water sign, so they deal with emotions. They can be pessimistic. Um, suspicious, manipulative, insecure, clingy, depending on like if you like clingy or not. I personally like clingy, so I don't see it as a weakness, but you know, it's not everybody likes that. Our next sign that we are going to go over is my Leos. Leos, I have to give you a special little section, a little, a little extra love on this time because I know on that on the last episodes with Miles, he really ripped y'all a new one. He really spat on spat on y'all name. He really put some disrespectful stuff out there about my Leos. And I'm here to say that I love y'all. I love my Leos. I have a lot of Leos in my life. Um, and I love them all. I love them. Um, so if you don't know about a Leo, I'm sure you do because Leos, everyone knows that sign. <laughs> And there's a reason. So a Leo is a fire sign, as we discussed, and it is ruled by the sun. So if that's not the most Leo thing I've ever heard, like, <laughs> please just follow along. The sun is the mo- pretty, the most important thing in the universe, right? We need it to survive. That's what Leos think about themselves. <laughs> like, Leos love themselves so much. And everyone should love themselves as much as a Leo does. But Leos love themselves. And they love the attention. Um, they're very outgoing. They're very dramatic. They're very proud. Um, they can be attention seeking. And it doesn't, like, the thing is, you don't even care because they're Leos. Like, you want to give them the attention. And um, I have a lot of Leos in my life. So it's like, imagine a family full of leos it's crazy it's very crazy um but leos can be very creative like not all of them are in your face crazy some just have like very um maybe like outgoing or not outgoing um very individual like style of clothing or like they maybe wear their hair a certain way or they have a bunch of piercings like things that make you stand out leos like that Um, But Leos are also very creative. They're very passionate, generous, warm-hearted, cheerful, like loyal, like that lion. The lion is the sign of the Leo. Um, They're very loyal. Some weaknesses, like obviously coming with like attention if that is the type of Leo you're dealing with. They can come across as arrogant. They can be stubborn, self-centered, lazy, inflexible. Um, But that's all like that's all hold that with a grain of salt right because if you're underdeveloped as a person you're probably gonna 
have those traits. You're probably going to show those traits more. Um, if you are more developed, then it's going to change the way your sign has an effect on your personality. I hope you get what I'm fa- what I'm saying. Leos, we love you. I hope this did you justice. Love me some Leos. Okay, moving on. Virgos. So Virgo is another earth sign. Um, like I said before, earth signs are super hardworking and I think Virgos are the number one hardworking sign. Um, my supervisor is a Virgo and she's literally my inspiration. She is so well put together. She is so on top of everything like I don't even understand how one can do that she has a plan for everything I just I don't know how you operate as a human like that and stay that organized but Virgos do it um so Virgos like I said are an earth sign and they are ruled by Mercury so they're very intelligent um they're very reflective they can be perfectionists because they like they understand things at a different level like I swear they are superhumans of this of the zodiac sign um, they're very loyal and analytical, um, and that's why they can be perfectionists because they see, like I said, they analyze things differently. They really take things in, they see things differently, and are able to find solutions to them so quickly. Some weaknesses, um, they can be perfectionists. Like I said, they can have really high standards um, because they can be perfectionists. Um, they can be shy, worry, overcritical, um, and then some like if they don't have a good balance on their life they can be all work no play that can easily become a thing with some of the characteristics I described but I love Virgos like I wish I had more Virgo tendencies I have no Virgo in my chart I'm pretty sure I have not one ounce of Virgo in my chart and that's why I'm so unorganized (laughs) that's why I'd be procrastinating I needed some Virgo in my chart moving on to the best sign in the in the game best sign in the game that's libra gang libra 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 gang okay and moving on i'm probably gonna cut that out that was so cringe libras we the best so now we are at number seven on the zodiac so there's 12 they say that libra is the middle zodiac um and so we are all about balance So we balance all of the zodiacs. That is the key to our (laughs) existence. It is balance. It is finding the mid, like finding peace, finding fairness, finding justice, always um, being fair minded. Um, We are air signs that are ruled by Venus. So we really like to, we really like the finer things in life. Like we like things to be aesthetically pleasing. Um, most Leos, I'm not saying I'm, I'm the best dressed person, please. I'm not claiming that at all, but we really like to get, like get dressed up and look nice. Um, whatever to your own standard. Um, they usually are very bubbly and like charming. Um, and some negatives. Ooh, I could list a lot. Um, you know what? Let me just really, let's roast my own sign here because we are so indecisive, very indecisive. And that does not help because we are very in our heads. We are air signs, like I said. So we are very, we overanalyze and overthink everything. We're always trying to keep things peaceful. So we tend to avoid confrontation a lot and we can be very, very passive aggressive. Um, I'm definitely at fault for that and I've been trying to change that but it's hard because we don't I I can only speak from me I'm not going to keep saying we 
like in a situation, I don't know whether I'm overreacting and overthinking about it. So I don't say anything and I wait so I can process it on my own. And then I process it and I get mad about it because I realize I wasn't overthinking. It was something I should have addressed. But then I start overthinking because it's too late to address it because I should have addressed it in the moment. So then I'm overthinking if I that I overthought it. So I missed my opportunity. And now I'm like, I should have said something. And now everything else just adds up on top of that because I never addressed it in the first place. You see where I'm getting? We're like, we're very passive aggressive. Very passive aggressive. Um, We can carry a grudge, like I said, because, and it's honestly, for me, it's my own, because of my own fault. Like if I probably would have addressed things in the moment and didn't avoid confrontation or a disagreement, I probably wouldn't have held that grudge anymore. I would have got it off my chest. I would have been good. Um, But yeah, no. We can have a lot of self-pity. I didn't think I did, but I'm starting to realize I do. Like, we can put ourselves as the victim a lot. Um, And I don't know. I'm going to start overthinking it, honestly. (laughs) But, like, I don't... I don't know. Yeah. Um, We can be flighty. Um, A lot, like, people like to call Libras, like, flirts. Um because we're char- because we'd be charming we know how to charm people sorry don't get charmed that's your own problem but um they, they can say we can be flirty but it's honestly like libras are very good at reading the situation and adapting to a person's personality so a lot of times when we do that we can also come off as fake because in at least when i do it i don't mean to be fake at all i'm just adapting to the person i'm talking to like in a ter- in a way i'm code switching um to who i'm talking to because i can relate to them that way um but that can de- i can definitely see how that can come off as fake because y- what's your true authentic self then are you just being the person that i want you to be you know so we- i like you or that we get along or are you just cap- you know are people just capable of having different personalities with different people you, you get what i'm saying But as you can see, that can come off as fake in certain situations too, especially when it comes, I told you I'm going to roast my own sign, but when it comes to like, Libras really like to be (laughs) in the middle of situations and help people solve their problems. So that's Libras. I'm done roasting my own sign. We still the best. We just got, you know, we're just not perfect. Okay. Everyone's got something to work on and ours just happens to be a little less than your guys's. That's why we're the best. Just kidding. (laughs) So the next sign is going to be Scorpio, and that Scorpio is another water sign. Um, I actually do relate to some of Scorpio's tendencies or some of the Scorpio characteristics because I have Scorpio placements that are in my big five, if you remember from earlier. So I have Scorpio in my Mars, or my Mars is in Scorpio, and my Venus is in Scorpio. So how I assert myself in situations um, and how I love and my relationships and my social status um, that is all going to re- be related to Scorpio characteristics. Scorpio is a water sign, so it's going to be ruled by Mars. Um, Scorpios are very deep individuals. They're very intuitive. They can be. They come. They they can come across as secretive or intense. I have, like I said, some Scorpio placements in my chart, so I can definitely see how that plays a role in my personality. I love very deeply. And, and I'm talking about all relationships. Like I would do 
anything for my friends and my family, um, I love like just my loved ones. I would do anything for the people that I care about. Scorpios can be super resourceful. They can be super brave, passionate, but they can also be stubborn. Um, some weaknesses they can be distrusting of other people because they are so intuitive. Like they are very, very intuitive. They can read people really well, um, and they they have a strong intuition. So they can that causes them to be distrusting of others. They're not going to let them in very easily. They're not going to allow them to know a lot about them. They'll listen. They'll watch you. They'll understand you, but they're not going to tell you much about themselves. They're going to only give you a little bit. Um, and because that falls in my that because Venus is in Scorpio for me, um, I see that in ways that I love. Like I want, I have my guards up and I will, I'm not going to tell you very much about me. Like I'm going to hold things in. I'm going to survey. I'm going to observe. I'm going to match your energy. I'm going to see how you move so I can, uh, so I can see how I want to move. Um, but once I let my guards down, then I love you so passionately. Um, so that's ways that I see Scorpio, <clears throat> affect my personality in terms of love um some also scorpios they can be jealous they can be very secretive and intense um again those are not necessarily negative things like intense like you can take that both ways but i have like had experience with like the jealous thing like i definitely can see that i get I definitely get jealous of people like when I'm in relationships do I tell it no I'm like that ties right back into being in Scorpio I'm never gonna say anything that I'm feeling like very rarely will I voice my concerns about my jealousy but I feel it I definitely feel it deep down and I'm gonna sit on it um and that's not healthy uh that is not a good thing but that's an example of how that is real life me (laughs) Okay, moving along to the next sign, which is a fire sign. It is Sagittarius, and this is my rising sign, if you recall. Um, So Sagittarians are very known for being like super adventurous, just generous. Um, They are the beacon of wisdom. They're travelers. They're freedom seekers, like super free spirits. Like Sagittarians are very free spirits. Um, They promise more they can more than they can deliver sometimes um like they and they mean it genuinely like they really want to like do all these things but that's what I think it is they spread themselves so thin like they they promise they bite off more than they can chew because they're like their view of the world is so positive and they just want to do everything like they're very positive people um I have a friend who is a Sagittarius. I have a few friends and they're just, they're, they're, they're like very outgoing people. They're like, they're easy to talk to. They they just are happy. They're happy humans. Like it, Sagittarius are very, I like them a lot. I really like Sagittarians. Um, they can have a temper. They can be like a, have a feisty side. They are a fire sign. So that's just, that comes with the territory of the element. Um, they are like but that is I feel like when it happens you have to be pushed to a certain point for a Sagittarius to snap on you like that I only snap on people like that if it comes to somebody I love or if I feel like I'm defending somebody um that's when I really snap on people other than that I'm passive aggressive (laughs) some weaknesses they they sometimes they don't bite their tongue about things though like they're very happy-go-lucky people but like they also don't have a filter like my brother is a Sagittarius and he like 
especially if he's like mad he will say anything like he has no filter he is going for the jugular that's definitely Sagittarius but like I'm trying to think for like my friend Nikki I don't think I haven't really seen her be mean she's she's like the person when I think of a Sagittarius that's who I think of she's just so happy-go-lucky she's adventurous always traveling the world like seriously like said look at Sagittarians and tell me they're not all travelers um and she's just such a happy person free spirit like I love Nikki okay the next sign is going to be our last earth sign and that is Capricorn um this earth sign is ruled by Saturn and they are extremely extremely hard workers they are super career focused um all the Capricorns I know are that people that have Capricorn placements in their charts are like business owners are such hard workers they have like their masters like what my friend Jenny has like almost her entire chart is Capricorn and y'all heard her on that last episode well not the last one but you know she was on that episode spitting the facts and spitting the truth only like they are so intelligent and hard hard workers like they're very passionate about their work um and clearly you could like just go listen to the episode with Jenny if you need an example of a Capricorn they're very responsible, they're disciplined, self-control, hardworking, uh, make good managers, some weaknesses. They can come off as know-it-alls, but it's because they are literally so smart and they probably do know it all. So, um, But some people may get rubbed the wrong way because of that, because they wish they knew as much as a Capricorn knew. And then the last air sign is going to be Aquarius. Um, that, like I said, is an air sign, but it is ruled by Saturn. Um, Aquarians are very into humanitarianism. I hope I said that right. There's so many letters in there. Humanitarian. They're humanitarians. Um, they're not a selfish sign. They're very not. They're very futuristic. They're very intelligent. They're an air sign, so they're in their heads a lot too. They overthink. They analyze things, but they like they're quirky is not the word, but it's like they are. Um, something is like they have something like super cool or unique about them. Like Aquarians, when I meet Aquarians, like they just look like unique or there's something unique about them. Um, they're, and they're very like closed off feeling people. So like out of the, they're in their heads a lot. They analyze a lot. They suppress emotions. (laughs) Like they are emotionless a lot of times. Like Aquarians hate dealing with emotions. Like all the ones I've dealt with, like they rather just shut down. Um, like they'll shut down before they process an emotion. So that is my experience with Aquarians, but they are very progressive. They're original. They're independent. Like that's what I was saying, like unique. They have something unique. There's something original about them. They're very interesting people. Like I really like fascinating, like Aquarians are cool. And then the last sign of the chart, I know drum roll, please y'all. We made it through. It was a long episode, but I had a lot of fun. I didn't realize actually how much I knew. Wow, I really like this. So anyways, drum roll, please. Our last sign is going to be Pisces. That is the last water sign, um, and it is ruled by Jupiter. We didn't talk about it earlier, but Jupiter is the planet of luck and expansion. Um, Pisces are known to be like super emotional, artistic. They have super strong intuition. Pisces out of, I think it was Pisces out of any of the signs is the one most thought to like be 
clairvoyant or like be able to be like I don't know and have really strong intuition and they can be psychics like that's the sign they're supposed to be the most spiritual sign um, because it's the 12th sign and all it's supposed to be all like all of the signs combined into one essentially so it's like the most well-rounded but a lot of Pisces are super super like in tune with their feelings they feel feelings really deeply Um, they're very compassionate like I said they're artistic and that can be in any way like um, it can be like my cousin is a photographer Um, my other cousin like who's her sister and is also a Pisces can literally play the like taught herself how to play the piano and can sing and is like super super musical like like naturally um like literally naturally like never been taught they can be very like gentle souls very like like you know how you meet people and you're like I have a cheerleader and I was just talking to her and she's a Pisces like she just comes off as like a snow white like just so sweet like you just a gentle soul I mean it's not fake it's genuinely their personality like they just are so like kind so that is going to wrap up the 12 signs I hope you guys enjoyed that that was really fun for me um and I'm really excited to hear that a lot of people actually wanted to know about astrology I didn't know how many people would actually be interested I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and if you did please let me know um I know you guys like requested it before, but if you like things like this and the flow of it like was entertaining, um, anything, any kind of feedback, it's really, really helpful for me because um, as we're getting into the new year, I'm looking to kind of start rebranding in a way um, and redesigning what this is this podcast is going to be and I want to make sure it's what you guys want to listen to um, because y'all got me here and I want to keep growing with y'all. So um, keeping the same concept but just really kind of narrowing in on the topics that I do. So if this is something that was interesting, let me know. If you have any questions at all, let me know. You can DM me, text me, Facebook, book me I guess I don't know any DM me whatever you need to do um reach out I love talking about this stuff clearly I just spoke for an hour on it um so I'd be more than happy to talk to you guys about it and answer any questions again I'm not an expert though um so definitely take what I say as a grain of salt like I may have probably said everything was today was false you know like I research and I use my own resources but like I don't really get that deep into it this is also based on my experience with people in my life too um and so yeah do your own research um and if anything just use this as entertainment it's something to get to know yourself and others around you a little bit deeper happy holidays give your loved ones a hugged one and i'll see you on the next one bye all right y'all it is that dreaded time it is time that we part ways and you wait a whole week to hear another episode You don't gotta go home, but you gotta get the H-E double hockey sticks out of here. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, y'all. I really appreciate you. Please make sure you are either liking, subscribing, sharing if you a real one, this podcast so we can continue to grow. And if you're not already and you want to, you can follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook, all at Liana Hauser. And if you don't know how to spell it, it is L-E-A. U-N-A-H-A-U-S-E-R. Alrighty, y'all. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next Sunday for another episode of The 
Butterfly Effect Podcast. Bye!